0: Listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970
1: and 97.1 FM, WATH.
2: What a glorious morning it is outside look at that sunshine 63 degrees very comfortable headed up to 84 today 89 tomorrow and over the weekend there's mention of storms and possibly with some thunder involved as well on saturday and well for that matter friday too But it's a Wednesday, folks. Now, I'm normally pretty good at figuring things out, you know, like widgets and things. I went and bought a new alarm clock, okay? And... Um, I wanted something that was louder and more, you know, uh, would disturb me more, to wake me up. And I set it all up. This was Monday. And I was really looking forward to yesterday, it waking me up. Scott, as you well know, I called you at about 10 after 10 or 10 after 9, in a very sleepy voice.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was uh, kind of concerned about you there yeah. from the sound of your voice and the... And saying, I'm not going to make it. Well, And how you said it, too. It was so slow and drawn out, I thought. Well, I was asleep. Mercy sakes. And
2: the the alarm didn't work. Now, it worked this today. I... I got into the directions and double-checked myself and
3: so you did you fidget with the widget yes i did i presume
2: yeah it all it also required two little batteries that I didn't know about <laughs> but i don't think that has anything to do with uh, the uh, alarm i think it's more to do with just holding the time if the power goes off you know what i mean
3: Is it an electric alarm clock? Oh, oh yes. So it it has a battery backup is what you're saying.
2: I think it just holds the memory in place. Yeah, that's a battery backup. Okay. Yeah. But um, I I think the absence of the batteries did not cause the alarm to not sound. I just don't think I understood it well enough at first. But it worked this morning. Anyway, good morning, folks. Welcome. Uh, I'm, I'm good, sorry I wasn't
3: here yesterday. Good, good for you. Well, we had, we had a good time.
2: Good. Well, today course, uh, is, uh, your,
3: your absence was quite noticeable, but, yeah. you know, that's yesterday. We're we're into today. Yeah. To hell with yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> did he actually say that? I, yes, I, he did. I think I did. <laughs>
2: uh, it is June 29th. You know, uh, uh, Friday we're going to have um, well Lee Gregg and Melaina Miller on. We're going to be talking about plastic. And, and we'll just leave it at that. But uh, you'll learn more on Friday. But, um, you know, they are involved in so many things um, in the community. And they were very involved in this Juneteenth um thing with Mount Zion church and and were, you know what I mean it's um it's kind of a special time of the year my wife would have been involved with that very much too well anyway let's see today is national parchment day national parchment day I,
3: why do we do that? I don't know. Are they talking about paper?
2: I wonder. Well, that's the only—that's the only meaning I know of for that word: parchment paper. Or um, another
3: word I've heard that used as is when someone is very thirsty. They are parched. Oh. Ever heard anyone say that? Yes. I am parched.
2: Well, just uh, Google it little bit. Let's see what we can well, find We'll out. go on, and then we'll come back. Today is National Camera Day. Now, last night, grandson Andy had a ball game. He's on the post-21... Uh,
3: American Legion
2: team. Thank you. And um, it was a 6 o'clock game against uh, Marietta. And uh, when I got there, they were leading. When I left, and I did not stay to the very end, because I had to get home and feed the dogs. Um, They were down. But, um, so I don't know if they won or lost, but uh, I took my uh, fancier camera, right? And I didn't take one picture. Um, But you (laughs) It looked good carrying it, right? Well, it was kind of actually in the way, but I mean, <laughs> I meant to. But Andy was um, a hitter last night, is all. He uh, designated hitter. Yeah, he was. Uh, he, he often plays first base. But um, anyway, last night they were, you know. As all coaches do, you try to make sure everybody gets a chance to play uh, certain games. Oh, yeah. That's
3: that's the point of American Legion Baseball. You know, you try to – I played four years for post-21 in Athens, loved it. Mm-hmm. Some of the most fun summertime activity I've ever had. And, uh, you know, they, you, you get players from different schools around Athens County in this region. They're all good players, so – you know, the coach figures them in the lineup. You play different guys because they're, they're pretty talented, too. And then Andy played, of
2: course, on the high school varsity. Yeah. I think that's right. Anyway, so I took my fancy camera. But, you know, I I need to buy a new portable chair, a little folding yard chair. Yeah. The two I have just are covered with seeds and droppings. I've had them outside, right? And you know how the trees and the pollen and everything like that, they just I, they look awful.
3: Well, there's a project for you this weekend. Get your power washer that and go to work okay that'll
2: do it that'll well, clean I it. need to power wash lots of things
3: right now. get um, there's uh, some mold and mildew cleaner that's uh, really good I can't think of the brand of it right now um, something you might even consider using is if there's all of that junk on there if there's like some mold and mildew get some uh, get some house wash. Something like that that will really cut through that. I've got all sorts of stuff. I bet you do. So there you go. Project for the weekend.
2: But the the thing is, let me turn that off. The thing is, um, when I went out to grab them, I didn't have time to do that, right? Yeah. And then I realized how bad they were. Right.
3: That's always the
2: case. You need something, you haven't used it for a while. I had it on top of the lumber pile sitting outside. I love a camp. I love campfires.
3: There you go. Another project for this weekend. July 4th weekend.
2: Well, I, I'm going to invite some neighbors and we're going to have a, a campfire, yeah.
3: Terrific. That'll be a fun time for you. and. But I have fireworks
2: around. on Saturday night at a private party. That That is an annual thing. Sunday night is Athens. Yep. And Monday night... And Monday's a holiday, of course. Right. Monday night is the Nelsonville fireworks. Yes. So, fantastic 4th in Athens on
3: Sunday, Thunder in the Valley on yeah. Monday. How about that? Yeah, that'll be fu- I love fireworks. You know, I talked yesterday about possibly going to uh, Red White and Boom in Columbus, but <laughs> the, the weather forecast according to all three Columbus TV stations is showing rain and possible thunder. Showers Friday evening.
2: Have you been to Red White and Boo? Oh yeah,
3: I love it. It is
2: amazing. Oh
3: yeah. Fireworks are great for me anywhere. I don't care where they are. But yes, th- it is a spectacular show. In, it
2: is amazing.
3: In Columbus, they put a lot of work into that year after year. Some great sponsors, including one of our sponsors, G and J Pepsi mm-hmm. of Athens. Um. But you know, speaking of July Fourth, I saw something that's a little disappointing. That I I don't think there's a July Fourth parade scheduled for Athens this year.
2: You know, is it too late to organize? I called a friend of mine to ask her if she wanted to go to dinner last night, and she says I have COVID. And her brother had come in town, and he exposed her, and so she's, of course, recovering. And she'd taken all of the, uh, what you call it, vaccines and boosters and all that stuff, and yet she got it. And I heard someone else say the same thing uh, yesterday. Okay. Um, Now, listen. (laughs) Phone, stop ringing. That's my cell phone. I apologize. We do have someone on our regular phones as well. Good morning. You're on the air. Tickety poo. Tickety poo. Hey, tickety poo. Hey,
4: have you ever been to Marietta Williamstown?
2: Yeah,
3: boy.
4: That's right a... in the middle of the river, they just set them off, man. It is awesome.
3: Oh, it's beautiful.
2: They have a barge. Don't they do it from there? Yes. Yeah. I think we went either one or two years ago with Clint Holly. And I think he's former mayor of uh, of um, Marietta Wow and um, he had a um, they have a house but they also have one of those I don't know condos that right there on the river right, yeah right downtown and so we all enjoyed it from there
4: yeah they uh, they're they're awesome too. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Well, I, just, I didn't I didn't hear you mention anything about the Marietta-Williamstown, so I just thought I'd call in and see.
3: Hey, you know, another good one, Don, is uh, the Parkersburg homecoming <laughs> fireworks. It's usually in September. Right, They yeah. can, kind of do the same thing. I, I think they float a barge down from uh, Pittsburgh down the Ohio River, and, you know, they park it right there in the river
2: and let her rip, Skip.
4: Yeah, oh yeah, I've been up there for that. Yeah, it's, it's,
2: yeah, it's beautiful, too. Oh, yeah. I heard someone say the other day, and this was not someone that speaks casually, that the fireworks that they observed at the first uh, Copperheads exhibition game, there's, now they're doing fireworks four times this summer, but the, the display that they put off at the first game this year was out of this world.
4: Oh, they've already had a game?
2: Oh my yeah, they're probably a third of the way through the season.
4: Wow, I didn't know nothing about it.
2: Well yeah. We're we're not involved like we used to be with that. Oh okay. But That's uh they're they're doing <laughs> they're doing a great job. I went to a game last uh, Thursday and it was the first game I'd attended in several years. And uh, they didn't have fireworks that night, but the food was wonderful. The, the everybody attending, the promotions, it was, it was as good as it was when I left them, you know.
4: Yeah, you, well, you know the bratwurst—they grill them. I don't know why it is, but I grill them at my house. They don't taste the same.
2: <laughs> well, why the
4: food always better somewhere else.
2: You need that. Uh, what do you call it? The batting stuff. Well. I go
4: to my grandma's, bologna sandwich there, get home when I was a kid. Yep. Same bologna from the same, you know, type of store, and it tasted different. Hers tasted better.
2: Well, anytime you don't have to cook it yourself, it always tastes better.
4: Oh, definitely. Yeah.
2: If you know what I mean. Oh, yeah.
4: Uh uh-huh. huh.
3: Hey, All righty. Hey, Dawn. Um, have you, uh, do you boil? Your bronts first, before you grill yes, them? Sir. yeah. Yes,
4: and I take them out of the skin.
3: Okay.
2: Why?
4: Well, it means that skin don't get along. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Oh, I like that part. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, well. That's I'd the way I what. am. I, I like some things, but they don't like
2: me.
4: There's a food truck set up out there on Columbus Road <clears throat> that I uh, don't Devil's Kettle. Yes. Man, they got awesome sandwiches.
2: They got brats not the there.
4: Old, not don't the sons of the shit there, but uh, now the food and and the, and the fresh cut fries.
2: Sounds good. We'll try it.
3: Do they have brats there? Yes, sir. Oh, oh boy. My, How about sauerkraut?
4: I don't know about that, but I know the uh, grilled... Onions and peppers on the oh my oh boy you talk about hog heaven oh
3: yeah literally yeah <laughs> or don heaven
2: <laughs> oh
4: yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's it's amazing now he's gone for the weekend because my nephew's retiring from the air force and they they went down for his grad his retirement party
2: nice nice cool.
4: Yeah, they'll be back in, he said, Sunday night or Monday morning, so. But, yeah, that's good food there. I, I don't know. I just, I enjoy food, you know?
2: Well, <laughs> duh. It I mean.
4: On me. That's what's bad about it. I, I hope we
2: don't down. run into anybody who says they don't enjoy food because.
4: I don't understand how these vegetarians can't eat meat. I don't.
2: Well, now you know I <laughs> took that class. And um, I learned a lot, and it did not uh, cause me to stop eating meat, but it did cause me to be a lot more aware of other things that were good. Yeah, well,
4: I, and have you tried the Impossible Burger at uh, Burger King? The what? It's called the Impossible Burger.
2: Why is it so?
4: It's a plant burger, but it tastes just like a Whopper.
2: Did, have you tried it?
4: Yes, sir. I, it surprised me.
2: And it I it really got does, plane,
4: huh? Too. I didn't get nothing on it. I want plain, and it tasted just like I was eating a Whopper burger.
2: Wow. Okay. I
4: couldn't believe it. It's unreal. I've had some of that stuff, that oh, you know, it's like, ugh. <laughs> but I'm not an animal. I have to eat this stuff, you know?
3: Okay.
2: <laughs> well, but, I want you to have a happy uh, fourth now.
4: Y'all too, and nice talking to you. and Nice listening to
2: you. Thank you. We'll thank keep, you, Don. We'll try to keep it going here. Yes, keep in touch. Okay.
4: Oh, as long as I got breath, I'll call in there now and then. I just don't, I don't like to hear myself too much.
2: Well, <laughs> Don. We don't mind at all. <laughs> I do because right. you, you always, have a good day. <laughs> say that again.
4: Y'all have a good day. Ah, uh,
3: okay. thank you, thank, thank you, you for Don. the Bye-bye. laughs and the smiles too. Every time you call in,
2: man. All right. Well, let's see here. Where were we? National Parchment Day.
3: Oh, you want that? Here we go. National Parchment Day is on June 29th this year. I don't know if it's a different day every year based on that. So go all out in finding out more about parchment paper and why it is important for cooking. Also known as baking paper, parchments are convenient to use and can do wonders for the taste of a particular dish. Yes, it can hold in the flavor. I remember getting sandwiches wrapped in parchment paper too, like taking a lunch. I have no idea what we're talking about. Somewhere parchment papers like the plastic cooking paper, not oh, like God. aluminum foil. It's
2: plastic. Yeah,
3: it's no. not plastic. It's a it's like a coated material that you you put in the bottom of a baking dish, for instance, if you want to bake cookies. You put the parchment paper in there and it doesn't stick to the dish. You can get those cookies out and it comes right out or you can put really anything in there okay. and it won't stick When the
2: show's done, I'm going to read it. about it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Today is National Camera Day. And, um, see, I started to tell you I went to Andy's <clears throat> ball game last night. And, yes. of course, I sat on the little bleachers there and we didn't, it just didn't show well through the screens. So I could have gotten up and walked farther out where there weren't uh, the, um, what do you call those, chain link fences? Or mm-hmm. any obstructions? I didn't. Yeah. Okay. Well, that
3: stadium's nice out there. we got another
2: there? caller. Okay. Good morning.
0: Yeah, just uh, Jerry. I was going to talk a little bit about the parades in Athens again and stuff. And I think one of the problems is uh, when use two parades, I mean, if you go up like to the, I think, Veterans Day parade stuff, there's not a whole lot of people come to it. And I think that, uh, you know, I think you got to work a long time on it because you got to get a lot of a lot of people, a lot of stuff in the parade for people to come to it anymore. And, um, you know, you just can't wait for a month, you know, to get it going. you got to start it. It's like, you know, I can't believe like at Christmas time we don't have a Christmas parade up through town because... You know, you could have all the local uh, five-county high schools and high uh, universities still sessions. so you got have the marching 110. And, and then you look at all those parents who are coming to that and all the band members and stuff like that. So I think a lot of the uh, stores and restaurants uptown could really do well for, uh, like, a Friday night or a Saturday night Christmas parade. But it's something I think you got to work on, you know, several, several months in advance.
2: Well, I agree. And again, I think it was another thing that we fell out of the habit with COVID. Right. And, um, Jerry, where are you these days? I haven't talked to you in a long time.
0: Well, you know, I'm just, uh, right now, not much going on, uh, you know, doing antique wall stuff up the Hocken Hills and getting ready for, uh, stuff to start up at, uh, Alexandria again, sports wise. I helped out a lot with the athletic department out there and uh, getting ready. My son uh, resigned the soccer coach, but he had to take it over again this year. So getting ready for soccer season again and uh, just having a blast being out to, to, you know, work with the high school kids. And yeah. Got a, got a little granddaughter, and uh, so she takes up some of my time.
2: And, yeah, and uh,
0: my, wife, my wife, she uh, she works uh, at Chase Bank, too, like I did with Tomorrow's her
2: last day. She's worked there 43 years. Oh, well, wow. Retiring tomorrow. Wow. So, um, Good for you, Leah. I might have to change my lifestyle a little bit
0: now
3: with her being <laughs>
2: off. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me but, tell you, I've had to change my lifestyle in the last month with the loss of yeah. my wife. And um, I don't, you know, she did so much paperwork and stuff like that that I'm trying to learn. And, and, and also avoid having bills be paid late and all because I didn't know how she was doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So um, anyway, every day I make a little progress, but I'm I'm ready to have it under control, and I'm not there yet. Well, listen, Jerry, thanks for the report.
0: Right, okay. We'll talk to you later.
2: Okay. Thanks, Jerry. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. And, of course, our number is 592-6646, right? It is. Put, or, put, put the area code 740 in front.
3: Yep, or one triple eight five nine two six six four six. 592 6646 That's
2: right. We have a toll-free number if it's a long-distance call. But is there a long distance anymore?
3: Yeah, It's. I mean, you know, it's included in plans now that it's part of a cell phone plan. Um, those that have landlines,
2: I don't know. Do they still pay long-distance fees? Probably. I don't know. Anyway, on our cell phones, it's all just sort of included, isn't it? Okay, so National Camera Day. National Almond Butter Crunch Day. I got hungry last night, and I have those bars... That you can buy. They're in foil, you know. They're snack bars. Okay. National Almond Butter Crunch Day. I had two. About one in the morning. I woke up just a little bit hungry. (laughs) That's true. It's true. I I believe you. (laughs) Okay. We have another caller. Good morning.
5: Good morning. An answer to your question about landlines. Yes, indeed. They are on your phone bill if you want them we do not have them on our phone bill just we just do local and if you don't have a 1-800 number i'm not calling you
2: (laughs) okay
3: so
5: outside the area
2: the um so they so on your regular dial up phones or push button whatever landlines okay there we go. it's a push
5: button (laughs) i don't have a dial anymore
2: (laughs) i've got some in the basement uh, I know, anyway
5: we, I, we have one from on the there.
2: regular landlines and yes. still charge long distance that's what you're saying
5: of course they oh, do okay. yes
2: I didn't know that
5: and I wanted to say something to you on a personal level when you're figuring out this um, a business that your wife basically was the one in the household taking care of you know you can have your bills like electric and telephone and all of those things and Anything can be uh, automatically paid for at your bank. That way you won't have your water shut off. You won't have your electricity shut off. You don't have to remember to do that. And then you'll get your statement at the end of the month, and then you check it to see that, yes, indeed, this matched. This is my account.
2: And I've discovered that a lot of it is going that way, but I didn't know it. And, you know, so you worry. But I'm, I'm slowly getting... A handle on it, okay.
5: Well, I just thought I would make that suggestion. That's what we found to be yeah. quite uh, helpful. quite uh, helpful. You can't do that, of course, with with medical bills, but uh, yeah. And and in your three piles, you said you had. <laughs> Whereas mm-hmm. you're sorting it, make sure that you get the most important pile always addressed, because well, you know the other junk stuff it can wait.
2: <laughs> I have about 19 piles. Oh, okay. Um.
5: I I, under, I understand that's yeah. I mean it's sort of like you know when you when you have a serious illness or a serious operation and you're <laughs> and and you're getting things from you don't know where and you don't even know yeah. what to be asking for because you don't know you had this done and then you get the surprise and you yeah. <laughs> what's this from It's not even in my It's not even in my network or whatever because uh, you know when you're in a hospital sometimes you get a medical assistance that they're not in your network and you get that big big surprise.
2: Yeah, okay. I have a dental project I need done but right now I can't afford it. My dental coverage only covers a little bit of it. You know what We I don't mean? have
5: dental uh, dental coverage and we're now having that whole dental thing. Yeah, that's a big uh that's a big outlay for, you know, you need to get a root canal or something like that. You you got to go to three different things and uh, not me, I'm not having a root canal, but uh yeah, there's there's um you gotta go from one person local then you gotta go someplace outside of the area to get that one and and that kind of thing. We've lost some of our dentists as we've lost some of our vets uh, so we just had a we had the sad experience of euthanizing a dog on on monday so oh, my. you know it's a it's a yeah almost fifteen years so oh. it's a it's a it's hard and and I think we make this big mistake and we did it with our first dog is to Keep the dog alive longer than it should, and um, because you get so attached and.
2: Do you have yet another dog?
5: Yes, we have okay. a black lab. Okay. Mm-hmm. This well, was let a me little Jack you, Russell a touch me not dog.
2: I, this doesn't mean any. Uh, don't take anything wrong about this, folks. But <clears throat> since Pat's passing, um, which has been four weeks ago now. The um, my two dogs have been such a comfort to me. Um, it would have been far more difficult without them. Um, it's still difficult, but anyway.
5: They know things.
2: And, and, you know, th- I, I look at them and I s- try to s- determine, do you realize your mom's not here? And I don't have that feeling yet, but they certainly are being comforting to me.
5: They know you're in distress. They yeah. know that. I think, you know, we don't recognize that, but dogs do know. Or any pet, actually. A cat as well, I understand. I'm not, I don't have a cat, but I under, cat, understand. Cats understand humans more than we give them credit for in the same way with dogs. So I'm I'm glad you have them because they are a great comfort to you. So I'll let someone they're, else They're off.
2: a little noisy when people walk by, though. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, as
5: long as they're not biting, that's fine. I mean, they're just saying, how you doing, where you going, why aren't you taking me with you?
2: Yeah, hey, that's right, that's right. Yeah,
5: that's right, They, you know.
2: <laughs> okay, I'm going to screw Well,
5: I thank you very much, and have a good morning. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
2: Okay, so the national uh, days, we have one left. Oh, I misread this. Okay, so I thought it was National Waffle Day, but it's National Waffle Iron Day. Ah, why would you do that?
3: I, why not I, just make it <clears throat>
2: National Waffle Day?
3: I don't know, or Waffle Iron and Waffle Day, Mercy. maybe something like that. Okay, had a good buttermilk waffle for a while. I have to mix up some.
2: Years ago, I worked at the Globe, Shakespearean Globe Theater in the US. Now, the original one, of course, is um, in Great Britain, right? London. Um, <clears throat> so, here I note that on 1613, on this very date, Shakespeare's Globe Theatre in London burns down during a performance of Henry VIII. I don't think I knew about that. In the year 1900 even, on this date, the Imperial Chinese Court issues what is essentially a declaration of war against foreigners in China blaming them for hostilities and giving license to the boxers for even greater ferocity. 1964. Again, on this date, the Civil Rights Act of 1964 passes after an 83-day filibuster in the U.S. Senate. 1966, on this date, Vietnam War, U.S. planes bomb the North Vietnamese capital of Hanoi and the port city of Haiphong for the first time. 1994, the U.S. reopens Guantanamo Naval Base to process refuge. Okay, famous birthdays. Harmon Killebrew.
3: Great baseball player.
2: Yep. His years of life. Let's see. These are birthdays. So he was born on 1936, this date. He died in 2011.
3: Harmon Clayton Killebrew, nicknamed the Killer and Hammerin' Harmon, was an American professional baseball first baseman, third baseman. And left fielder. He was a prolific power hitter who spent most of his 22 year career in the major leagues with the Minnesota Twins. And he was uh, short of stature, but boy, oh boy, could he pound a baseball. He hit some majestic, short very long stature. You mean home runs. He was, he was vertically challenged. Yes. Like I am. I don't think he was that vertically challenged. <laughs>
2: meaning he was normal height I think well he was a little no meaning he was a little taller than you yeah (laughs) okay Richard Lewis celebrating his 75th birthday today now he named some of the shows he
3: oh he's he's a funny comedian yeah Richard Philip Lewis American stand-up comedian and actor he came to Prominence as a stand-up comedian in the 1980s became known for his dark, <laughs> neurotic, and self-deprecating humor. <laughs> yeah, but, but name a couple uh, of Let's see, he shows. was in Robin Hood, Men in Tights, he yeah. was in Wagons East, uh, he was in a movie called Drunks. Jeez. I thought he was also on uh, some
2: TV stuff.
3: Uh, let's see. Curb Your Enthusiasm yeah, is another one. There you one.
2: go. Yeah. Okay, Little Eva was born on this date in 1943. She died in 2003. And, uh, of course, we know a song or two by her. Yeah. Robert Evans. Local Locomotion. That's right. Robert Evans. Um, born in 1930 on this date, died in 2019. Um. Robert
3: Evans was an American film producer, studio executive and actor best known for his work on Rosemary's Baby Love Story, The Godfather and Chinatown Evans began his career in a successful business venture with his brother selling women's apparel some of his movies include The Kid Stays in the Picture Chinatown as we mentioned The Godfather, The Two Jakes and also the Cotton Club. Mm
2: -hmm. We have two famous deaths to mention. Both of them... um, One I had a chance to work with ever so briefly and that was Catherine Hepburn. And uh, she was born in 1907 but died on this date in 2003. Lana Turner. Another attractive gal Born in 1921, died in 1995.
3: All right. I think one of my favorite Catherine Hepburn movies was uh, On Golden Pond. Yes. With Henry Fonda. I saw it not not like in the last few weeks. Yeah, it was uh, produced in 1981. Just a really cool movie with two very legendary actors right there with her and. Henry Fonda.
2: Yes, indeed.
3: Is Audrey Hepburn, are Audrey Hepburn and Catherine Hepburn related? I don't know. And your answer is?
2: I don't
3: know. Ah, uh, Audrey Hepburn is not related to Catherine Hepburn. I always thought they were. Now help me out with Audrey. Um, Audrey came into prominence in the 1980s Catherine was the daughter of two wealthy Connecticut Americans. Audrey is the daughter of Dutch nobility, so there is no meeting of family but lines there.
2: When it, where I was coming from was,
3: what shows Audrey? Uh, wasn't she in Breakfast at Tiffany's? I want to say.
2: Oh yes, you're right. I got it now. I've got it. I've got her face pictured in my mind. I always thought they were
3: related, but apparently not. Audrey Hepburn, a British actress, and uh, some of her movies include, as I mentioned, Breakfast at Tiffany's, Mm -hmm. My Fair Lady, Charade,
2: and Funny Face. Eleven minutes remaining in today's program. By the way, um, I think I mentioned we're going to be talking about plastics on... Friday so um, there's a a national campaign uh, and Athens has a local uh, interest in it and so they're trying some things here that to lessen the, uh, the amount of plastic that is produced and discarded. So that's coming up on Friday. But today's Wednesday, it's June 29th. We've mentioned that before. Um things you need to know, I guess. You recall of course on January 6th the House Select Committee investigating the events surrounding the storming of the US Capitol last January 6th and in in this process they held their sixth public hearing yesterday which focused on the testimony from former White House aide Cassidy Hutchinson the Democrat-led panel had been abruptly scheduled with the committee giving just 24 hours notice. Hutchinson, the first former staff member from the Trump White House to publicly testify as part of the probe, worked as a special assistant to former Chief of Staff Mark Meadows from March 2020 January 21. Among key exchanges, Hutchinson, who was present backstage during the morning's scheduled speech by former President Donald Trump, claimed the President was aware a number of attendees in the crowd were armed. Separately, he also relayed an incident in which the former president believed he would be transported to, to the Capitol but was ultimately prevented by the Secret Service um, this panel that's been doing this investigation has now taken a break until after the July holiday, and then they'll resume. Fourth the of July, we're talking about Monday. Okay, let's see here. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. They, they're calling it a migrant trailer tragedy. At least 51 people have died after being found inside or near an abandoned tractor-trailer outside San Antonio, Texas. Officials say the group had no access to water or air conditioning inside that trailer, and more than a dozen people, including four children, were being treated for heat-related illnesses. Incidentally, San Antonio is experiencing its warmest June on record, with temperatures reaching 101 degrees just, um, let's see, today's Wednesday, right? Anyway, yes. two days ago, Monday. Now, initial reports say the semi-trailer likely entered the county of Laredo, Texas in an effort to smuggle people into the U.S. from Mexico. Among the group, 27 were confirmed from Mexico, 3 from Guatemala, and 4 from Honduras. The incident marks one of the worst human smuggling tragedies in recent U.S. history. U.S. Border Patrol reported 557 deaths, the majority heat-related near the southern border in the 2021 fiscal year. The deaths came as the U.S. notched a record number of migrant encounters in May. Excuse me here. Just a sip of coffee. There we go, that's better. Um, reaching almost 240,000 migrants. Uh, well. Justine Maxwell, the confidant of deceased sex criminal Jeffrey Epstein was sentenced yesterday to 20 years in prison for sex trafficking-related charges and five years of supervised release. She also was ordered to pay a $750,000 fine. Maxwell, who is 60, plans to appeal her conviction. I guess that's enough on that. What do we have over here? Turning my attention now to the New York Times. Well, of course, its top story is the same thing as the one I told you about. Cassidy Hutchinson, a former White House aide during the hearing yesterday. Um, Did you watch any of it?
3: Yeah. um, What was your impression? Well, first thing I thought was listening to Liz Cheney is like listening to Dick Cheney, like watching paint dry. (laughs) To me, I mean, she just kept going on and on and on. Uh, but you know obviously the panel has been comprised of those who do not like former President Trump and they're calling in those who also do not like former President Trump my question was, was this former aide, was she dismissed? did she resign? is she like a scorned former aide? I mean you hear all this stuff going on and I'm just wondering how much of its hearsay Um, you know again as I mentioned yesterday I don't know what to believe because you you hear so many different sides of what's going on yeah we saw the video of things but I don't know who this former aide is Um, but I I don't I, I don't really get much of an impression one way or the other other than you know obviously what their intent is uh, about the january 6th happenings
2: so you know i've been associated with two presidential staffs very mm -hmm. distantly but still and i don't recall there being division like this yeah and with that Folks, downright hatred. We're out of time.
0: In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970
1: and 97.1 FN. W-A-T-H-F-N. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Political analysts have gone over Cassidy Hutchinson's testimony with a fine-tooth comb after former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows' aide testified about Donald Trump's actions on January 6th. The President said something to the effect of I'm the effing president, take me up to the Capitol now. But will her testimony make a difference? Correspondent Jeff Pegues is in Washington. You'd
2: have to get other people on the stand to testify
1: to seeing similar things to get those kinds of allegations to really hold up in a court of law. However, in the court of public opinion, she was pretty effective. The former president calls Hutchinson a phony, says her testimony was made up. President Biden and other NATO leaders welcomed Sweden and Finland into their military alliance today. Correspondent Nancy Cordes is in Madrid, where Mr. Biden has announced more U.S. deployments to seven European countries. Russia's attempts to rattle the West have instead led to a larger Western alliance, surging troops to the Russian border. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi was at the Vatican today, where she received communion during a papal mass at St. Peter's Basilica despite her pro-abortion stance. Witnesses say she met with Pope Francis beforehand and got his blessing. Pelosi is no longer allowed to receive the sacrament at her home diocese in San Francisco. Abortion was top of mind for voters in the first primary elections since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. New York Democrat Louise Vitiello. My generation got the score.